Welcome to How You Pictured It, the podcast for creative entrepreneurs ready to grow their business in a way that feels good. Here you'll find actionable tips and tools to create the business and life you pictured. I'm your host, Kate Hyde with Dear Kate Brand Strategy. Let's get started. Welcome back to How You Pictured It. This is Kate Hyde with Dear Kate Brand Strategy, and I'm so excited to welcome our guest today, Brittany of Brittany Renee Photo. Brittany is a photographer based in Texas. She also does some coaching for other photographers and has a podcast as well called Captured the Chaos. We met through the show at User Group and found that we really did have a lot in common and enjoyed chatting with each other. I'm excited to share a little bit of her story here with you today. Brittany, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners? Hello, my name is Brittany. I have been a photographer since 2009. I don't know how many years that is, so I'm not even going to try to do the math. Uh, I am a little different than some other family photographers because I started family photography before I ever had kids, which is kind of weird looking back. I have three kids, uh, Jackson, Noah, and Finley. And, and I'm married. I live in Texas. And I also, just like Kate, started coaching in 2020 when things were really crazy and it kind of felt like a blur. Um, here we are now. <laughs> hey, that's exciting. Um, so what's your favorite thing to shoot now? I love photographing babies. That is my favorite thing. Specifically in-home lifestyle sessions is kind of where my heart lies. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, so let's see. How did you picture your life as a business owner when you first started? What does that look like now? Well, when I first started, I didn't even realize I was doing a business, honestly. Um, I just I saw another girl taking photos um, and I was like, I could do that. <laughs> And so I naively just got a camera and kind of jumped into it and just started taking photos and it kind of grew over time. Um, and I just never really thought of it as being like something that could support me and my family. Um, I just thought it was cool to make a few extra dollars, you know, like that just absolutely had no dreams for it. Um, but then I started looking around and noticed that there's a lot of successful photographers and I was like, what do they have that I don't? They don't have anything that I don't, actually. So then I really put my mind to it and I started going after it and educating myself on all things business and really kind of looking at myself and like where I wanted to go and actually setting goals and achieving those goals. And so really where I started, how many years ago was this? Like over 10 years ago is nothing. I never would have expected to see what I have now. Like it's just like mind blowing to me. I love that. So tell me, were you working like a full-time job at the time when you started photography? Well, we're going to get to some really personal things here that I don't actually <laughs> share very often, but you, ha you have to know the backstory. Yeah. So I was married when I was 19. He was in the military. I moved to Hawaii. I couldn't get a job when I was in Hawaii. So I just started taking pictures of other military families. Um, And then I came home. I did it a little bit, but then I was in college. So I didn't have a whole lot of time because I was supporting myself, paying for um, myself to go to college, so I was working a part-time job. I would do it every once in a while. And I charged $50, so it's not like it was making yeah. money. <laughs> and then it was when I was pregnant with my first son. I did my first round of mini sessions. I was eight months pregnant. Oh, wow. And I did mini sessions, yeah. And I had a full-time job, so I couldn't really put my effort into it. It was a weekend job, too. So there just wasn't a lot of time that I could put towards photography. Um, yeah. And then... When I got pregnant, my second is whenever I quit and things just started like blowing up because I had weekends to actually give to photography and it's kind of evolved since then. 
Yeah, I love that. That's a great story. I love hearing how different people come to photography and how it like turns into a business because most of us don't pick up a camera and think I'm going to start a business. Yeah. Right. I I mean, I, I was one of those people who had a camera in my hand since I was little. And Mm -hmm. even when I had like the dream of being a business owner, I didn't know it was going to be photography. So (laughs) I was like, yeah, it's just like you get that's a real business. Like that makes money. What? (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's crazy, isn't it? So tell me about a time in your business where you felt like at a crossroads and how you made changes and decisions based on that. So I can't tell you very many times in my life where I've actually had a moment of, there's two, two moments in my life where I've had a crossroads. One was when I married the wrong person and and I didn't choose my now husband, uh, which is funny because I ended up marrying my husband after I chose the wrong (laughs) guy. I I can share that part with you because I told you about my, my past my dad's life when I was younger. So that was my first crossroad in life. Okay. And then I've only had one other moment of like actual crossroads. And that was social media, which is kind of sounds really weird. But I had an Instagram account and I had had it since 2016. Um, maybe I had a little longer thing. I had a personal one before that. I'm not sure. But Instagram was still like relatively new, right? Like it wasn't super, you know, it's not like what it is now. Yeah. And I think I had like 900 followers on it, maybe a thousand. And I realized I had all these bot followers and I just wasn't getting a lot of engagement. And this moment clicked in my head and I was like, this is not what I want. I want to be able to like connect with people and I want to build relationships with them. And so everything kind of started changing. I deleted that social media account. I said, hey, everyone, I'm going to a new social media, which I don't advise doing. I think that you can do what I did without deleting your social media account, but I was doing an experiment here. So I deleted, I started a new one. And within six months, I had just as many followers as I did before. But my engagement was like 30%, which on Instagram is really high. It had been 4% before. Yeah, it was great. It's not that I anymore. All those different algorithm changes in the last few years have kind of tanked that, but that's okay. We don't mind that. Um, So I started a new Instagram account and I my whole goal was just to be authentic and be open, share my life, just be who I was, you know, like messy, messy, messy everything. Um, I'm very chaotic. Uh, my brain is very chaotic. I don't know if you can tell that by the way I talk. I jump around a lot. Um, everything I say has to usually be written down. Uh, so I just like wanted to let people into this. And that... Once I started doing that, things just started growing. People were really interested in me as a person, which was really weird. I'm like, you like me? Like, so bizarre to me to think that people actually liked who I was. And I got a lot of people would come to my sessions and they're like, oh my gosh, I really love watching your stories. Or I love, oh, that Noah did this the other day. My kid's just the same way. Um, I've had people who said they're like, well, I liked your photos, but I really liked your your Instagram stories and I wanted to work with you. And I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. And I kind of started seeing that me being who I was started actually my clientele like exploded after that. I started getting people who wanted to work with me, people who liked me for me. Like just I mean, it was it was going off is what was happening. It was really cool to see. That's awesome. So it was really a switch to being more authentic and more you in your um, presence online and sharing Mm -hmm. more about like your personal life and yourself and how you view things, right? Right, exactly. 
That's very cool. How do you weave that authenticity into your business? Is it in your marketing, client relationships more? Well, like I said, it started with Instagram because that's just kind of where I was spending my time. And so once I kind of got comfortable doing it there, I started including it in my client experience. I changed all my emails. I made them a lot more relaxed, more friendly. Um, but like, hey, I know your kids are crazy. It's totally fine. Um, my kids are crazy too. I get it. Like I call my kids animals. Um, in my email templates, I I say, you know, give your give your husband a beer before before the session kind of loosen them up, you know, and just I try to be like their friend, you know, and then after the session, we're friends. Like we talk, I follow them on Instagram. I used to not follow clients on social media. Oh, okay. You know, I've been around a long time. It was very professional when we first started, right? There was like this different feel and I was like, oh, I don't want them to see my personal life. And so, you know, when I opened that up, I just started being friends with them. And you might think that when your clients are your friends, they might start taking advantage of you, but I haven't had that experience. which is nice. And then once I kind of started including in my emails, it grew to my website. I made my website match my brand. Actually, I did that last year um, because I went on an overhaul. I did show it for my website because it was a lot more. I was on Pixie Set before. You know, Pixie Set's very white. Yes. Um, and I wanted color and I wanted yeah. like an explosion of chaos and so yep. I switched to show it. So I'm a every, show it designer. So yes. I totally like get that. I understand that when, if you're doing it yourself or you're doing it for the very first time, it is really overwhelming going on to show it. And like, I like to say, remove the barriers. So if you need to go with Pixie Set, just because it's super easy. But if you want personality, go with show it. Yeah. Yeah. So every, every bit of, every bit of my business is authentic. And I try not to do things the way other people do it. I do it how I want to do it. Um, what feels good to me. So you've got a website for your small business, but you're not really sure if it's working. I've got a brand new free resource that gives you a grade for your website, like old school report card. It's a super easy to use checklist. You'll go through, answer questions, and at the end, you'll get a grade for each page of your site plus your site overall. And you'll also get next steps to what you need to do to make your website convert and connect with your dream clients. So you have a site that sells your services for you and you can get back to life just how you pictured it. Head to DearKateBrandStrategy.com slash report card to get that free resource now. Are there things that you hold back on your Instagram? How do you kind of like set those boundaries for yourself and set like apart what your your business personality authenticity is and like what your true self is? I feel like there's got to be some kind of a, a breakdown oh. or a barrier there, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um. um I don't show like the really terrible sides of my life. Like we get to choose what we share, even when we're being authentic. Like I am authentically open about my house being messy. Like I show you on my stories all the time, like that I have chaos in my house. But what I'm not going to show you is um, me yelling at my kids. I mean, I tell you, I do yell at my kids, but I'm just record myself yelling at my kids. You know what I mean? Or like I, you know, I have family drama going on right now. I'm not going to get on and talk about that. I rarely ever talk about my past marriage, um, which is funny that I'm like talking all about it right now, but it's not <laughs> something I usually share. Yeah. Um, so whenever I reach out to clients, I have, I've had some that have gone through like divorces and I reach out, I'm like, hey, I went through this. I understand. And they're like, I didn't know that about you. I'm like, it's not something I share. It's like, I don't right. share emotional trauma because, you know, I try to keep things upbeat, but 
I, I'm, so I have a line. It's like, I don't share emotions, but I'll share chaos. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Totally. I get that. Um, yeah, I, I felt in the past that kind of feeling like you had to put off that professional persona, mm-hmm. um, especially when I was new in business and young and I wanted to like be like this big, like professional yeah. person. I felt like I had to use this professional language and it sounded nothing like me. And like yeah. finding that kind of mm, that that groove of getting into who you are and still like you can still sound like a business owner and a professional yeah. and a service provider without like saying to whom it may concern or you know, yeah. like, <laughs> how many times have I actually th- oh I have said that in emails and I'm like this is weird <laughs> yes it is weird so yeah but people are more okay if you think about like the 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 moments that we're invited to people's lives we're invited into hospital rooms when people are giving births and um, people getting married like the most important day of their lives we are sometimes the first people that get to hold someone else's baby after they leave the hospital and um, just these like special memories that they're holding on to like yeah. if you think about how important we are, like we, if you do it right, you can be like literally kind of just become a part of this, these people's families. They're like, oh, yes. that's my photographer. They are mine. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to go yes. anyone else. I feel like I'm treating if anything. Our job is really important. and It's very personal. Yeah. Why would someone want to go to like a corporate, like real dry five day old piece of toast kind of person? They want someone who they right. can be friends with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's an intimate relationship. So it's finding that kind of line of between like mm, boundaries for sure. I feel like boundaries yeah. are super oh, yes. important. Yeah. Um, but then also like being part of their family and being vulnerable with them um, mm-hmm. can be super important. I know I've had, I had a client recently who lost her dad this year. I lost my dad this year and that session was hard for both of us. Yeah. Um, but because it was an extended family session, we did like the whole family oh. and her dad wasn't there. It was hard. And she yeah. brought out the picture. We took a picture of them holding a picture of her dad and like tears through the whole thing. But the but being able to be with people in that moment and helping them helping them grieve like that was a Mm -hmm. big thing for me helping her move through this and it helped me move through it too so that's like that authenticity and being honest with people can really um really build that connection and I feel like that shows through your your photos and your work too yeah absolutely so what growth have you seen from really bringing that authenticity into your marketing your brand what what changes have you seen Along with starting to be more open and authentic, I also started or stopped doing sessions that I didn't enjoy anymore. Um, and so I went, I, I experienced a lot less burnout now. Like in the fall, yes, I get really busy. Um, not this past fall, but the fall before last, I did 80 something sessions in one month. Oh my gosh. Some of them are <laughs> many sessions. That's a lot, right? That's yeah. a lot of sessions. And and I managed to do it while keeping my brand intact because automation. Well, we're not going to get into automation yes. today, but big yeah. fan, big fan of automation. Yep. Same, same. So I stopped doing things that didn't make me happy. And so one, burnout is a lot lower. Two, people, I'm connecting with them more about, you know, my family sessions have grown. My newborn sessions have grown. Things just have gotten better because I stopped focusing time on things that I didn't find joy in. Uh, 
And then along with that, you know, being more authentic, like I said, all these things kind of just happened. You can't just go in and rebrand yourself. You can't just go in and work on marketing. You can't just find your ideal client. All this stuff is like interconnected, right? And so me weaving authenticity into my brand also kind of seeped into my marketing and it seeped into my branding and just seeped in everything. Everything was just all interconnected. And so that's when I went from, I think in 2019, I made $20,000. In 2020, I made 46 something like that thousand dollars. So I doubled. And then the next year I doubled again. And then this year I broke six figures for the first time. And that all happened when I started being authentic, when I started weaving authenticity into my brand, into my marketing and all that. So I just think that one, putting that heart into it kind of, and also the business, putting business mind into it. It's not just, I became authentic and everyone loved me and they booked me. I mean, like I also went at it with a business mind, right? And so all of these things together grew this something I just never really would have ever could have expected. Yeah. I, I And honestly, everything that you're saying really ties into a lot of what we talk about here on the podcast about finding your zone of genius and leading into what brings you joy and finding ways to automate and outsource and delegate yes. things that are like, and even eliminate things that are yeah. not for you. So like eliminating those types of sessions that didn't fit you made it easier for you to clarify who you were and put that out into the world. And I love that. That's awesome. When I work with, work with photographers, I hate, I hate, they're like, oh, I, I need to work on my marketing. I'm like, you do need to work on your marketing, but you also need to work on your branding. But also to work on your branding, you need to work on your ideal client. But also you need to work on, you know, it's just like, it's like you can't do one without the other. <laughs> so yeah, like, it's absolutely like just a, so connected. a big like Venn diagram, right? Like yes, everything yeah. ties into the other. Little spider webs going yeah. everywhere. Yes. Yes. Give me that mind map. I love those things. <laughs> love a good mind map. <laughs> so can you give our listeners some tips on how to be authentic in their own businesses? That's a really hard thing to give tips on. So I'll just kind of tell you how I started um, little baby steps because it's really scary to kind of put your heart out there. I know that I'm not the only one that feels like kind of unworthy sometimes like people why why would anyone want to be my friend why would anyone want to work with me right like I know I can't be the only one that feels like that and so it can be really scary to open yourself up to um open yourself up especially open yourself up on the internet to people but the very first thing that I ever did was when I got on Instagram I wanted to start talking to the camera you know I know there's people out there that are terrified of doing that and that's one big thing to kind of like show who you are by doing that so what I had to do I had to write down notes um and I got on I was like okay I'm just getting on for 20 seconds and I'm gonna say these notes and I did that and I practiced it and I practiced it and I practiced it and I kept doing it I did it every so often and then it got more comfortable and I was able to hop on and just blabber out a story and then I would get feedback and people would be like oh I love that what you said and I started getting more feedback being open and and messy you know who I was yeah and I did when I was being like cookie cutter dry and so just kind of pick one thing that you're comfortable sharing whatever that one thing is and just start there um and if you're afraid of people maybe like your family or like friends who are like oh you're you're dumb (laughs) if you're afraid of what they're gonna say first of all remember they're probably not your ideal client um family very rarely is someone that i you actually want to work with um they kind of take advantage of you a lot of times uh, because you're family so you block them um, 
or just don't worry. If you if you can, don't worry about what they're saying. I know it's hard, easier said than done. Just don't worry about it. But block them if you need to. And just remember that you're not talking to them. You're talking to your future client BFF. Yeah. If that helps. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> funny story. I started on TikTok a couple of years ago and no one I knew followed me there. And it made it so much easier. Oh, easy. Yeah. To, to really like be myself and to, to grow that mm-hmm. like channel. And, and then I could translate that over into Instagram. So that's a way to kind of practice to, um, yeah, uh, those more get onto a different, yeah. yeah, yeah, more authentic interactions. Going off what you said, I'm like, where are you on TikTok and no one followed you? I went to a retreat over the summer. I don't know. Have you ever heard of Unraveled? Uh huh. Okay. If you ever get a chance to go on one of the retreats, so good. Go alone, though. Don't go with a friend because it's very, they get very emotional. And I was like, ooh, emotions. I don't know about that. Um, But I went with a friend. And so I felt like nervous to open up yeah. and say things that maybe if she wasn't there, I would have been more comfortable saying because I didn't know any of them. Like, yeah. I don't care if they judge me. You know what I mean? Right. So, same, yeah. same thing. Yeah, that's interesting. When you yeah. made the switch to the new Instagram account, did you like on the old Instagram account practice things beforehand? Or like, did you kind of like slowly make the switch? Or was it just like, I am not like dead cut off? <laughs> One day I woke up. I woke up like I'm starting a new Instagram. Like I jump into things, okay? Which sometimes is good and sometimes is bad. <laughs> but I, I literally was like, hey, I'm starting a new Instagram account. I swear it's me. And then all I ever posted on my old one was, this is my, I, I've moved, I've moved, I've moved. Okay. So and just until everyone that wanted to, wanted to. move over. That yeah. was good because all the people who didn't care aren't, weren't seeing it right. come over. And it made right. it a little easier. Yeah. yeah. So I started open. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if, if anyone's interested in it, they can find my Instagram. I have a, a highlight reel on my um on my Instagram. It's called social. And I literally like the whole first year, I kind of give updates about what's happening. I, I started nice. with why I did it and then how three months is going, six months, so on and so forth. And I love that. You should turn yeah. that into a reel. If I can figure that out, like I'm yeah, not as tech savvy as I like to pretend like I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brittany, how can people find you? How can people work with you? Um, I am on Instagram, obviously. I also have a podcast called Capture the Chaos. Um, and I have a Facebook community where I just connect with people. I'm starting this new thing called Monday Mingle. Kate, you're invited. Um, <laughs> there's absolutely what I wanted to do is I just wanted to connect with people. I wanted us to get to chance. We don't have coworkers as photographers. Right. So just to get on and like we can vent, we can talk about what's going on, like what you're working on, you know, people who can commiserate and understand what you're going through. So that's my newest thing that I'm working on. It's going to be open to anyone who wants to join. It might be a hot mess the first time, but we will figure it out. So it's fine. I love that. I definitely, I feel like uh, community is something that's hard to come by as a solopreneur and finding the right community for you. But it's so important because even though you're a solopreneur, you don't have to do this alone at all. Right. Like, yeah. that's not the point. You were never, we were never meant to be alone. So I think it's so important to find those right people and connect, which I have loved doing with you, Brittany. I think we have so much in common. It's been fun chatting with you. I will put links for all of your stuff in the show notes. Um, and thank you again so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be bringing more guest interviews to How You Pictured It for 2023. 
I love talking to different photographers and people across different industries to see how they've built their business to fit their life. There's so much we can learn from each other. Who do you want to hear from? Send me a DM on Instagram at Dear Kate Brand Strategy with your suggestions. Can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye.